and welcome to the NDRC podcast, where we speak with entrepreneurs and investors from right across the startup ecosystem. In this episode, we hear from Jacinda Kelly, CEO of Property, which connects property owners with businesses looking to rent on a short-term or pop-up basis. Lucinda recently sat down on an NDRC panel to discuss how her business has grown significantly since completing an accelerator program with NDRC back in 2016. Okay, I'm Lucinda and I'm CEO and founder of Property. Um, and I was, uh, I started NDRC in 2016, so this time the spring cohort, I think it's three years ago. My background was corporate, I came from Paddy Power. And the Property is a platform that connects brands with physical spaces for marketing and retail campaigns. So it started off almost like an Airbnb for pop-ups. And one of the things that we really learned through NDRC is to validate with your customers. So before we raised our seed round, we very much changed our strategy. And we realized based on competitive environment and based on how we wanted to scale internationally that there was a, a broader focus on data. So what we do now is we actually combine data sources, including um, O2 data in the UK, so GSM data, to actually produce predict where audiences are located on heat maps. We let them book the spaces and then we measure the performance of the campaign, so footfall, dwell time and all that. So that's kind of what we do. There's 11 of us on the team across Dublin, London, Bulgaria and Spain now. Um, we did close a half a million seed round in 2017 um, and we're doing sort of a convertible low note, which is a bridge round before we go into our Series A sort of in about 12 months time. Property, as with all startups, faced many moments of reflection and repositioning, but for Lucinda, it soon became clear that data and how to use it would be key for her business. Yeah, so, so I spoke about pivoting or changing the business strategy. So when we started NDRC, we were just like a standard marketplace and connecting. So what we were doing is we were knocking on doors, signing up retail spaces and working with marketing agencies and brands to connect them because the fastest growth sector of marketing was experiential marketing. But then actually there's a demo day at the end of the program and there's lots of investors and we got to meet some and some of them, they're, they're watching you from the beginning. Um, and. The, the guy that ended up being our lead investor was giving really good feedback around the data side and that was coinciding with what the feedback was coming back from UK around how important it was to have analytics and data and no one was doing it. Our main competitor had raised 20 million at this stage and they were already in multiple markets. My first few pitches before we pivoted were about how much better we were, what a better team, our brand was bigger. But in hindsight, that was just ridiculous. It just wasn't big enough. So the, the, the change was based very much on customer validation picking up the phone, reaching out on LinkedIn, doing lots of work with existing brands and agencies, and, that, and that's where we realized the opportunity was bigger with data, and that led to the investment, and that led to pilots with big agencies and brands across UK and Ireland, um, and that's we're in midst pilots at the moment. Uh, Telephonic in the UK, where they invested in us last year, um, and they're giving us more access to data, so either I'm really good at talking <laughs> or making up stuff or something, but they're, they're, de they're giving us access now to a new global API, which basically will give you real-time data insights from your mobile phone, anonymized and aggregated, it's all GDPR compliant. So um, yeah, that's where we're at at the moment. The biggest learnings made by NDRC founders vary from person to person, startup to startup. For Lucinda, it was all about her team. In a journey that brought her from sole founder to co-founder, Lucinda's three-year-old startup has now found the right chemistry to press ahead with. 
Well, I think actually mine is number one is people. So I started off as sole founder and we're three years in in the journey now and I've actually only taken on a co-founder now. So I had to Google, is that right? And can you do that? Because I'm like, what is actually a co-founder? So I know one thing, one learning along the way, I went to New York as part of our seed round to talk to some VCs and they're obsessed with co-founders. I don't know who's doing this alone or not, but I was gung-ho, I'm doing this by myself. But it does get really tiring because I was like, I don't know what all these people are talking about. It'll be fine and full of energy. It, it's a long journey and they do say it's a marathon, not a sprint. So do think about that. On the flip side as well, I think the learning is I know a lot of co-founders who did it together and there's kind of fallouts with them as well. So there's pros and cons to it. But the big thing is, and um, particularly probably aligning with NDRC as a tech co-founder. I don't come, I, I the tech background from product and all from Paddy Power, but I'm not a tech person. And then the other thing on people is there are 11 of us now, but I think last year I let go of three or four people. And it's really, 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 really important you bring the right people along the journey. And for me, I always say it's not seven or eight out of ten because you're kind of like there's a lot of great people, but they have to be rock stars because you have you're trying to do your best for investors. And if they're not like it's re like I came from a corporate background and I was some of the first people, you know, where Facebook or Google, I'm like, this is great, but it's a very different mentality in a startup world. And then you get people that just did startups and they might not have the broader sort of strategic and the corporate kind of background. So I've just found it really, really hard to hire. Um, but I am right now, it really did take to year three to be really happy with the team. We only took on, we kind of had a CTO, but our CTO is only with us about nine months now and he's doing a great job. So I can't, um, what do they say? Hire, hire slow, is that right? Hire, hire slow, fire quick. So do, that's one of the things that sticks with me anyway, it's really important. Having enjoyed the benefits of the NDRC acceleration process, Lucinda takes great heart from the fellow founders she worked with during her time here. With multiple successes as part of her 2016 cohort, Lucinda has been encouraged and inspired by friends from companies as diverse as How's My Dog, Wire, and Tandem. Yeah, the, I, I suppose what I was thinking while you were talking is there are a million and one entrepreneurs or want to be entrepreneurs and everything, but with NDRC, you've been vetted. So if you're getting into that circle, you know that you're with peers that are ambitious, looking to scale and at the same level. So for me, we still have WhatsApp groups. So my cohort was How's My Dog, who was in the papers at the weekend. They've just done a merge with the European partner, um, Connell Waya. He just, um, he, what was he, top 30, under 30 in Forbes this weekend. Um, Tandem, and the female founder, she was kind of part of hers as well. She raised two million for her seed round, as you do. Um, so the caliber of people in this group are WhatsApp daily. They're bringing you, they're keeping you. It's kind of like being in, I don't know, goldfish and you want to go into the bigger pond or whatever. We're in a good group. And I'm, I'm not a big fan of the word alumni. I know everyone uses alumni, but it always makes me feel like you're old because you're out of it. We're still doing this and we're still all in this together and we're supportive of each other. So it's actually a really good community. And that's not just saying it, but if you look at the caliber of startups that we're in and meeting and chatting to each other, we're still on the floor upstairs. Squatters rights maybe at this stage, I'm not sure. But they're really... What are <laughs> Thank you. And um, just even, you get assigned a venture lead in the beginning. David Scanlon was mine. I don't think he's here tonight. But even up until, so like I said, three years ago we did it. Up until last week, Dermot Casey, we were, had dinner last week in London. And he's picking myself and James, my co-founder's brains, on how we go to the next round and tech and all that. So genuinely, it's a really, really good community. The venture leads here are credible. They've got a good pedigree. So I, for anyone who is applying, I'm assuming that 
that's what this night is about. I, I'll chat about it, but I, I stand by Andy Orsi until our big exit in the future. It's, it, they were our first investor, and I'm hugely grateful for it.